Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Star vs. the Force of Evil, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. Uh, Alex Bonilla. Wah! And that was the Wah Alligator and Sam Quattro. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for not doing the the Wah. Also, was even that good of a... Try, try the second Wah. Wah! Uh, okay. Well, I, today, I don't like well, that. Well, the, well, like the earlier ga- gators were like wah, but like these these were kind of like lower tone. They were like wah. We'll do the acoustic analysis of the different wahs. <laughs> Please stop. Come to the, the gators be the best. That was the, the highlight of the whole thing. Don't right? spoil your take. Don't spoil your take. Okay. Okay. We're talking. Uh, this is our second podcast on the big Star vs. the Force of Evil series finale, Cleaves. Check out our first reactions podcast we did yesterday at overlyanimated.com. Uh, check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash overlyanimated or iTunes at overlyanimated.com slash iTunes. Um, we had some takes from some different people on the first podcast, and now we have three fresh new takes on the finale. We do highly anticipated reactions from our panel here today, so we will see if they enjoyed this finale, this, I would say, controversial finale within the Star fandom. Um, but we were very positive on it yesterday. Go listen to that podcast. Um, but let's, let's, let's hear what you guys had to say about, obviously, spoilers for Cleaved. Michelle, um, no, don't make me go first. Michelle, please. we we speculated what your reaction to the finale would be on the first podcast. This is a very okay, highly anticipated moment. It. Yeah, obviously you didn't. But so you uh, want to say the best for last, then? Uh, okay, if you want to, Alex, okay. what did you think? <laughs> huh, okay, okay, what did you fine. think of? Take it away, Alex. I, I, I will be the one to take the first step into the wet pool of dark magic or whatever. Stop. <laughs> hmm. uh, okay, so. My initial reactions when I watched the episode, I, like, got really emotional at certain moments with, like, Star and Marco. And there were story moments in the episode that made me groan. And so by the end of the episode, when we get to, like, the whole we've combined the worlds, there's a the, the portal of love got them together, you know? It's like it, it made me feel almost empty in a way. But at the same time, I was like, but there are parts of this I really like. And so like, I was just like really confused uh, was my initial reaction at like watching it the first time around. And then I gave it a rewatch. And I think like where I'm pinpointing is kind of like this is my I- I've given my overall takes on Star versus the Forces of Evil before that like Star and Marco are like the foundation of this show that their relationship is kind of what makes the whole thing go it makes it tick so when they're together when they care about each other when they get to like do cool stuff together that's all really great when the sh- when the show tries to do more story stuff outside of that like focusing on, like muni stuff or in, in the case of this finale we're doing like Mina stuff we're doing like destroying magic stuff it sometimes feels like it loses its way and like kind of like leaves you in a very ambiguous state of like, well, what did that end up meaning and things? And so like, I think that this finale is kind of like an, uh, an encapsulation of just the entire show. Like if you really care about Starco and like you love their relationship, then this finale was great for you. If you are tepid on star and marco then the story around this was not enough to like get you through so i think that 
at the end of the day, like Star is amazing. Mar- Star and Marco together are great. Like Star has some like really nice moments in this in this finale, but there's just like so much other stuff going on that kind of feels like it's just like weighing down <laughs> on the finale to me. So like there are definitely parts that I really loved, but it's just it doesn't feel to me I mean, it, it feels like a finale fitting of the show in that it's just, it's, like, very uneven. But, like, the show was kind of uneven. And, like, that allowed you to have, like, really high highs. And then you also had lows, you know? So it's, like, it, the show was always up and down. And this finale was up and down. And so, like, I think at the end of the day, like, it's it, 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 it made me feel okay. But, like, I guess it, because of the fact that it's a series finale... So maybe my expectations are too high and like I wanted to like go out of this like being like, yeah, that was great. That was a good way to end. But like it it felt more like, huh, okay. So there you go. It was a a very conflicted relationship I had with this finale. Okay. I think this is somewhat uh, indicative of some reactions I've seen online. So I'm glad we're getting into that. You said uh, if you didn't like uh, te- more tepid on Starco, you might not like it. I think we'll test that theory with Michelle's takes to come here. Um, mm. That's what we've been building mm. towards, uh, the highly no anticipated takes. Um, and then <laughs> another thing you said is the, the, the highly indicative of um, like the show um like representative of what the show is that really reminded me of our reaction to the adventure time finale which we said was like very representative of adventure time as a show and that's one thing i want to talk about later in this podcast is compare it to some other series finales we've had recently um so we'll we'll go i think we'll get more into that later uh sam mm. what were your what was your reactions <laughs> yeah. upon seeing the finale and what are your current thoughts on Cleve? uh i think upon seeing it i was kind of underwhelmed not that that's really a bad thing uh I'm going to, like, show my cards here. Star wasn't, like, one of my top absolute favorite shows of all time. Uh, it was a show I liked, of course. It was a show I, like, grew to love. But I wasn't, like, super-duper attached to it. So the finale was kind of like, eh, it's ending. Uh, yeah. um, so upon the initial watch, I was like, okay, well, there's a lot of loose ends here that I would prefer to be a little bit wrapped up neater and a lot of logical things that I didn't really gel well with. But when I, um, when I watched it again and thinking about it, I really like the ambiguity of it. Um, I really like the very end with the, um, the race for your love sort of thing. Uh, <laughs> okay. Don't, ru- don't ruin your, your thoughts, Michelle. We're, t- we're building towards it. Well, that, race that, that, that that That's what the trope is called. She might be squeeing at that. Is that, is that a TV tropes page? It is. I'm on it right now. And I'm oh, wow. Well, give, us, give us some other uh, examples on the TV tropes page. Uh, what do you want? Do you want something from animation? Do you yeah, want live yeah, action? Animation. Okay, let me go down. You open that animation folder on the TV tropes. I'm getting there. <laughs> uh, hold on. I had like a bunch of others open since I was reading it. Doesn't it divide uh, into like Western ca- cartoons and then anime? Aren't those separate? Yeah, and, and, and jokes, anime so. slash manga is like the same thing same folder wow. so like yeah i know it's dumb uh clone high did a, like a gag of it phoenix and ferb apparently did it okay um star versus the forces of evil is on here already it's at like the they very end fast. of the page yeah um and you know there's various live action examples like sleepless in seattle or you know garden state oh, no, that's garden another state. thing 
I'm going to talk about that at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, not now. Um, okay, that's good. No, not now. But uh, it's a very common trope where, you know, you usually have people running across an airport or like a bus station or a city to get to each other. And, you know, they get together and maybe they kiss. Maybe they just stare into each other's eyes blankly. Um, <laughs> I really... I <laughs> okay, okay, but I really liked that they ended it not on like a kiss, not on a tug, just like a meeting and like the two worlds are merging and they're seeing each other face to face after thinking that they were never going to again. And they just say hello. And I think that's really beautiful and really nice. And personal that worked really well for me. I thought that was way more romantic than a kiss or any other gesture could have been in my personal opinion. Uh, it kind of harkened back to, for me at least, the original Futurama finale in 2003, um, where it just plays up this ambiguity and it plays up this, well, what's going to happen next? We don't know. It's kind of like cliffhanger a little bit, but who's to say? Basically, I like that part of the finale a lot. I didn't really like the rest of it. I thought the rest of it was kind of okay. Sure. Why not? Let's just do this. Okay unicorns there's a lot of skeletons that's disturbing skeletons so i wasn't too much of a fan of most of the finale i could have i think it could have stood to be maybe a little bit more definite a little more longer than the 22 minutes but overall it was satisfactory tm okay satisfactory tm there you go. That's it's good. got TV tropes in there. I want to drill more into that ambiguity thing a little later. I thought that was interesting. Um, but it's it's the moment you've all been waiting for. You really should not hype this up too much. <laughs> yeah, we've really we've been wondering what will Michelle think of this finale, and I Michelle, I just want to know the emotions. Oh man, behind the finale for you. The, well, the first time I watched it, I like didn't know what to think or feel. I was just like, what? Because like of all the things I. I mean, we didn't get Buff Frog president for one thing. <laughs> that, that was your was first a thought. Real shot to <laughs> wow. the heart. Um, but like, so the the okay, so the worlds merged through love portal. But I mean, this okay. If we really think about, I know like nobody likes the plot parts of, of this finale, and it's not as like a big surprise to see why. But if like the issue with the humans and monsters was basically racism, taking away the magic wasn't going to fix that, and now throwing them into Earth stuff, I really think that's going to cause even more problems. Like they're going to just have to establish an entirely new world order, and that's like such a like who's gonna handle that is star marco i have no idea it seems crazy like i i really don't know what to think about like the the world merger like uh, and on a very small way like okay cool star gets to have all our friends in one place but when you look outside of that it's just it feels insane so i don't know it it was a lot um, also, like, the High Commission's, like, dead, and, like, Hecuba's dead, and Glasser's dead, <laughs> Ludo's alive, so that's good. But, like, everyone oh, else is dead. <laughs> and, like, and, like, uh, Mina had that weird line where she's like, ah, you can get rid of me, but good ideas, they end up sticking around. And, like, that's what makes me scared. Like, if it's the ideology's the problem, like, getting rid of the magic didn't solve a dang thing. So, like, what was the point of that? I don't know. And like, 
there's just a lot. I, it, I, I honestly did have like a constant struggle in my core where like the star Marco stuff was like making me uncomfortably feel things, but then a dumb thing would happen, like the love portal, or like they or like it would be cute. They're like, oh Marco stayed behind too and like they'll figure this out together. And then it's like, wait, no, like you're in the realm of magic with no magic. That's a bad idea. Get out of there. And then they have that line where it's like we do with or without magic, like we should always be together or something. I don't know. So how did they create the magic portal to merge the worlds if magic was destroyed? Like, one, why did Marco get stabbed by the unicorn? What did that mean? It just went away? Like, what yeah. was that? Like, so many things. Like, I I don't know. It's just, there's just a lot. It just doesn't make any sense or sounds like they're setting up the world in, like, a, a way more complicated, bad way. It's not going to work out well. So... It was really hard to, like, come away from all that and be like, this is the end forever, unless there's comics. There honestly might be comics. But I don't, like, really... I don't know. Like, I want to root for Star and Marco, but, like, the the love portal's really wild. Like, I would never have seen that coming in a million years. And I don't understand the power of love, I guess. <laughs> to make any sense! I don't understand the power of love, says Michelle. Um, so you, you, the summary is that you can't get past the inexplicable plot things that are happening. Um, I just want to like understand what happened here. Like, did was there like another season planned, and then they <laughs> couldn't do that, so they they did this and got rid of magic because it didn't feel like a lot of setup. Like, yeah, like yeah, like Hecaboo didn't get a good send off, and and Glossark didn't really get a good send off. He basically had a Titanic send off, and that's not great. So I don't know. It just feels really weird. It feels really weird that we're ending it here. So what, um, um, the, to it, me, the it, most interesting. Well, I look at let's. Oh no, the star. We need to. The, the the fans are clamoring right now to hear about these uh, uncomfortable feelings for Starko that Michelle <laughs> briefly mentioned during all that. Um, what does that mean? I don't have a heart of stone, Dylan. So it sounded like you like didn't want to ship them, but you were shipping them in the finale. I like, I like got swept up a couple times when like, especially when Marco cried. I was like, this is making me incredibly uncomfortable. But I hope he can stop crying soon. <laughs> and, then he, <laughs> and then he sees Star, and it's like, oh, thank God, now he won't be sad. But. I mean, when when <laughs> when Sam was saying like, "Oh, like I like that they were like staring at each other instead of smooching at the end," Sam, like that's a really good reason to think that. My reasoning, I told Alex this. We watched it. I was like, "Oh wow, I'm glad they didn't make a kiss because anime kisses always look so awkward. Like I'll never go <laughs> crazy." Well, they already, they already kissed a couple episodes I before, know, so it like, looks so weird. And I didn't no, want like, to see that again. There's no big payoff to like a kiss here, so. It's fine. It's really hard to make people look at kids. It's really hard, and I don't. I don't, I'm glad they didn't try again. Frankly, I. I. W- it was a relief to see them just stare at each other. Now, okay, can I throw something out here? <laughs> yeah, what was your so follow up, Alex? To that? Well, I was gonna say, like, the way she, Michelle is explaining it, I feel like it's a situation where, like, Star and Marco get a happy ending. Series finales. Right, like, like that's kind of the thing, right? Like with a series finale, you kind of like feel like it almost has to be a happy ending feeling. But the issue is that like Star and Marco have the happy ending, but like the rest of the world, if you think about it, it's like 
uh, this isn't exactly like solving any problems. So, like, it's a weird place to end your your show. Like, leave it in a place of like chaos and disarray. Like, we started the show like that with everything chaos and disarray. Like, Star like blew up the Muni or something, <laughs> the, and like Rainbow and Fire. But and that's kind of how the show ends too. <laughs> like, rainbows and fires all over the place. So. It's 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 just it's a very unique way of doing a series finale, and it's a feeling that like you don't expect out of some like a what's what's being built up to be like a culmination of the show, but like at the end of the day, they were focused on their two main characters, and the two main characters were happy together, and like for some for some of us that that might be enough, but like if you if you think too hard about all the surrounding stuff, like it kind of like just mer- like merc it makes it murky you know yeah okay i'm so you all you three were uh less high on the finale than all of us on the first podcast really so really well all, well, all three all, all the original podcasts was all like hardcore starko shippers right. well oh, sam, okay. sam also ships starko but yeah i we have some uh do you I'm sam, not hard- let, let the sam speak for herself do you use your starko <laughs> i i do but i'm not like it's not like I'm ride or die. Exactly. I'm, yeah. Okay. So I'm I, like, 25. No, no. I don't care about shipping that much. <laughs> Sam, so let's so so start with. <laughs> I can bring up counter examples. But... I'm too old. <laughs> also, <laughs> Dylan, shipping things in life is strange. And also, The Last of Us is different. No, it's so, not different. Yes, it it's is. It's <laughs> different. It different. Those are good ships, Dylan. That's a different. Oh, okay. 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 Not on our finale. <laughs> Yes. Can you say that? Okay. Am I going to end up being like a Starko defender in this? Group? I think so. I like Starko. I like Starko, but like I wouldn't read fanfic for it. it it's fine for the show that it's in. Sam, I Sam's like going to be reporting back on her fanfic research from today on this podcast. That's, I didn't was... do any. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! We, that was the whole segment I had. But no, just <laughs> the, oh my god. For context. Dylan was like, oh, I don't know what to do now after the show is over. And I was like, well, you can read fanfic. And he was uh, and he was like, well, how many fanfics are there now? And I was like, there's like a lot of 20. There's a lot. I was like, I don't know what to do when now that Starco is canon specifically. Excuse me. Just read fanfic. Yeah, well, that's fanfic, the answer. So there's been a like lot of fics. They're like age years when they're going to Whole Foods and buying like I guess they stuff. would go to Whole Foods now yeah, in California true. on Earth. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so yeah, for I'm, I'm going to mostly focus on the uh, these three's opinions here. But uh, for context, uh, yeah, I really, really love Cleaved, and uh, on I mean, I think Andy like liked it, and then was higher on it after our discussion. But everyone on the first podcast like really liked it, and mm-hmm. um, on fourth viewing uh, today, I liked it even more. Like I, I really, really, really wow. like this finale. How? I well, I'm gonna. I just uh, I disagreed a lot, like with a lot of what you guys were saying, and and we'll get into some of that. I guess I'm not. I'm not, I'm not going to make this like I try to convince you thing, but I think there's some interesting things to to talk about. Um, thing that stood out to me on fourth viewing even more was the end of the first eleven minute segment. Everything from when the ma- the uh, when they're in the magic realm from when the dark magic starts poisoning. I think it's like perfectly executed like the storyboarding the voice acting is all like some of the best of the entire show and i love the ending of that segment i love obviously the ending of the episode 
Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I so I think the one of the things we're interested to get into here is like, does not shipping Starco like make this not as enjoyable? And honestly, I felt like that wasn't that much of a factor based on your guys' initial reactions. It sounded like Alex and Michelle, even though they're not like Starco shippers, were like liking the Star and Marco parts of the finale. Well, like let let's say like Star and Marco in this episode are very cute together, and like the, the like the the moment as you mentioned, like the dark magic stuff, like when like the clouds are going together and they're like they have like that conversation and like the storm about like n- not being able to see each other again and like Marco runs away crying and like that, that all that stuff is like so much like drama and like good good stuff so like that that's all like very emotionally compelling and like that it it is is very sad and like meaningful to watch yeah um yeah and michelle you you so you were glad they didn't kiss kiss at the end but uh did you what did you like the the how the episode handled the end did you like uh you you sounded like you liked the star and marco moments here i mean i i don't like the complicated words (laughs) Did you tolerate but, it? <laughs> I mean, I mean, they definitely made me feel things, but it, it's like, you know, if like all your life you like aren't crazy about spinach and like you eat something with spinach in it and you're like, oh, this is like not that bad. And you're like, wait, like, what does that mean? But don't get excited. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't um. know. Some, some of the moments are really good, but then it, sometimes it becomes so stupid again. Like, sounded like what, it shifted your perspective on life, uh, liking Starco in this finale. What? <laughs> I, th- I think the rational like- thing, if you eat, if you like spinach the first time after not having tried it for a while, is that you start eating spinach now. So I think you have to ship Starco now, Michelle. I mean, honestly, if they just like do a good job doing like normal stuff now that nobody's magic and all the magic's gone, the funnest part about the show's gone, then like maybe. But I don't know. I I still like don't. I think it's honestly very confusing that they were able to merge worlds when the magic was already gone. Okay, okay, but I feel that that's like that's not what I asked you about, though. You know, like <laughs> that's like still in my brain. Like that's a part of it. Like the emotional roller coaster. It's like, oh, it's cute. Like that, you know, they're holding hands in a cliff. So it's like, are they? Aw, like that was a genuinely like funny, cute moment. Or like when Star goes back for Marco, she's like, I'm going to Earth. And then it's like, oh no, like the fear that the portal's closed, but then you see him sitting there sad in the windy vortex. Like that's good too. But then like they throw in those like cheesy lines and then like the the crazy plot logic happens and it's hard to divorce that because- Okay, yeah, so that's, that's a good point. So that's what I want to, that's what I want to talk about because my- uh, ne- the talk about next because that's like I said that's not what I asked about and you're saying no it is like it, you can't separate that so that's totally <laughs> valid um so for me like you, Michelle you almost exclusively talked about plot stuff in your initial reaction to me the plot of this episode is like so irrelevant um so I have like no thoughts on it <sighs> well okay you say that but that's like 66 percent of the episode yeah, it's been building to this for three seasons with a plot so how can you like not think about the plot anymore? It's it's a really interesting discussion. Um, I don't think I don't think this this episode is the culmination of the plot of the show. I think it like tangentially things are happening that are happens after last episode, but like it's a culmination of themes and emotions and character relationships. Like I think that's prime, and I I do think they're. It's not like I don't think they're trying to culminate the plot, but I think like the primary focus that went into this episode was thematically. 
Um, so that's that's like I want to get your guys' take on this was a big mm-hmm. point of uh, the last podcast that we talked about is like this is a very satisfying thematic episode, even if it's not a very satisfying plot episode. Do, is that something you agree with? I think a lot of fans um, are 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 in agreement with you guys in that uh it's it's uh it felt too rushed it uh, didn't make sense so i think uh if you focus on the plot yeah i i mean it's i i do agree with all those things um but like what what alex what what do you say about this mm. thematically satisfying but not plot satisfying uh concept well like my thing is is like it, it it feels really hard to like separate the themes that the show had been doing, especially in this last season, with the plot stuff here. Because like one big theme of like this final season was like relationship between monsters and humans. That mm-hmm. in this episode feels almost tossed aside at the end. Like Mina is made to look pathetic by like getting beat up, by, like stomped by a unicorn, and then you have like the very awkward lines about like yeah, not, that's an idea, it's gonna stay around, and like the other person's like oh i guess i'm not hate filled yeah, well and the thing is like it existed before mina so like you can't yeah. just like just because mina is not magic anymore doesn't mean like oh i guess i'm not as racist as i thought i was <laughs> like it doesn't it doesn't work like so like because the show puts so much focus as that as like a theme of the final season and then to like end it that way felt like very almost icky so like that that part didn't sit well with me the the destruction of of magic and like star feeling the need well okay one thing i'll say with like themes star like being confident about herself making her own decisions and like going through with it and like having her family be around her to support her like that that stuff lands pretty okay like I'm kind of sad, like, Moon and Eclipsa feel almost like third wheels in this episode, especially considering, like, how important they they were in other parts of the show. So, like, here they're kind of just, like, along for the ride. But, like, in the general idea of, like, Star being able to, like, bring her family together, and at the at the end you got, like, that nice moment of, like, Eclipsa asking Moon for parenting advice. So, like, that stuff is kind of sweet. And, so again, I think the things that are... Themes that have to do with Star specific as a person, her relationships, like that stuff works. But the themes that they were doing around like the the world just don't don't finish in a way that like feels uh, feel like you you went anywhere with them or you said anything that meaningful. Yeah, so I'm going to bring in another uh, main point of the first podcast now that you mentioned. I think it's a good thing to sort of tie in here as well. I think one of the things that we said, Delaney made this point, this works really well as a series finale, if maybe not a season finale. This is more of a series finale than satisfyingly wrapping up season four. I think that would speak to Alex's point of like the human monsters thing isn't super addressed. Yes, but the bigger themes of the show maybe are what's the focus of. Um, this co- YouTube comment from S Monza Zero Two. I'm glad you all like the ending. I think uh, if you look at this as a season ending, it falls flat. As you said, it works well wrapping up the whole show. I feel bad that I enjoyed it so much. Maybe I'm a simpleton. Um, oh, I just no, knew that any that, kind that, of speculation. So I just want to say, like, not like if, so, if people are really critical of something, you don't not like agreeing with that does not make your opinion less valid. So I just wanted to make that point. Uh-huh. And like, it was, yeah, yeah, we we all get different things out of like the same piece of media, yes. right? Yes. Uh, we have a brief moment of a comment before we start disagreeing again. I agree. Um, it's good. <laughs> I'm glad we got that. Uh, Sam, what do you think of this yeah. this concept that it works thematically but not plot wise? Is, is do you agree with that? Is that a good way to approach a finale? I agree with it. I'm not so sure it is a good 
like especially if you have been building on certain plot points throughout the season your last season and it's like you're making this big statement with the monsters and human racism stuff and you just basically you give it maybe a minute or two in your 22 minute finale i don't really think that's okay (laughs) you know like while i do appreciate you know giving thematic credence to what star is going through marco etc and that's where the heart of the show is it isn't really where the show has been for the last two seasons you yes feel? yes so i'm not sure if it really super like if star was more i guess serialized and more just like you know a uh, monster of the week that sort of show i i think this finale would jive a lot better uh, because when mm. you have those kinds of shows that typically you jump from plot point to plot point each week and you don't really have a connecting through line. So say like season one of Star versus this season, I think focusing on Star's relationship to Marco and Star's overarching relationship to magic, etc. I think that's where this finale would work better. But if you do have that through line and if you do have really solid plot points that you were trying to make a statement on, I don't think it works. I, it's like a hard thing to juggle because while, you know, the stuff in the finale that works for me, like really works for me, the stuff that doesn't, mainly the Mina stuff and where they landed or didn't land with the monsters meme and stuff, like it's... It's just a whole barrel of monkeys, and it really opens up the idea that, oh, of course they're going to do supplemental material afterwards. They're going to do comics or something or other, because that's just what shows and media do nowadays. If you have an unsatisfactory ending, or if you have an ending that maybe doesn't wrap up a whole lot of things, there is almost always going to be a comic tie-in, you know? Okay, yeah. I, I've, I've, uh, I think that's totally valid. Um, I have some responses, but I want to wow. uh, bring <laughs> Michelle's. No, I mean, I'm, and I want to wrap, bring it back. Sam, to you're after. valid, but like you're wrong. No, I don't think it's. I don't think it's completely wrong. Well, agree yeah, yeah. With so let's, so let's get Michelle's take on this concept of like th- how it works thematically. This finale. I mean, like I, I, I do see, and like I didn't see this when I watched it, but like from our discussion, I would agree. Like I can, I can see a way of looking at this where it's like if you're, if you're really just gung ho about Star and Marco, and you're really invested in their relationship, and they get to be together at the end, they found a way, like making sense aside, like that, that can be very satisfactory. My whole thing is like the the show put so much time and effort into building these plots around those characters and introducing other characters to support these plots. And with that, I assumed, you know, they're they're taking these plots seriously. This is a big part of the story. They feel confident in turning the show into this direction be it more kind of convoluted and higher stakes, like, all right, like we'll see where this goes. And the finale does very little to really tie that up in a a great, believable way. And that feels like something that's a bit short-sighted. And I don't know if that's like a time issue, if there was more planned, but this ending was like gonna always be the ultimate ending. So like they weren't able to wrap up a lot of the plot stuff, but 
I mean, they they devoted many episodes to the monster human thing for seasons and seasons. So, I mean, I honestly, I could see them. This could have been like you know their best for you know half an hour, but it probably needed a lot more time to really feel like it mattered, and it didn't really feel like it mattered a ton, or at least not like it was earned. So that's like kind of a really that's a disappointment i feel bad it's like obviously this crew who made the show cared so much about it and they wanted to do it justice but there are just parts that were really bizarre to me like again like back to the magic thing like star makes this decision like one episode ago this is a huge decision it impacts everyone and like the idea that magic is what's ruining the world is not what we've been presented. It's people using well, magic in bad ways, right? So taking away the magic, I mean, it just, it makes me think that, you know, more Minas will come back and they'll find a different way to do what they've been doing and we're going to have new problems. And I don't really think anything substantial has changed except for the world merging. That seems to be the one real change. So... Yes. I don't know. I just get lost in that stuff because it just doesn't make a ton of sense to me based on the rest of the show. Okay, let's talk about that killing the magic. That's one of the main t- discussion topics from this finale is like, this is like an interesting thing the show did at the end. Star chooses to take away magic. Um, I think one of my main reactions to this, we talked a lot about this in the first podcast. I don't know if we had any really definitive conclusions um, to like why this is, this happened. Um, I think one of my main things is what Alex was talking about earlier. I think this f- finale is like all about star displaying agency for herself and like taking control of her fate. Um, and her, everything like that happens in this finale is like star choosing to do stuff. Um, and so basically I think the main point of like, why is magic taken away? It's not that it's like star chooses to do this, to like alter the shape of, um, how things are going terribly. And she is choosing and she is like affecting her own destiny as opposed to like all these things happening to her. So I think like the important thing is like star, it's not like that magic is gone. It's like star did this. Um, she's a murderer. How many people? Oh, Hekabu is dead. That's true. Okay, oh so yeah, it's, it's a little a little unclear what happens to the High Commission. P- Ponyhead like speculates in that vision. No, that there, there's a lot they're, of they're blood. Definitely on dead. Her said she was probably gonna die. Yeah, I mean, probably they're gone. But the, yeah, Glassrick says he's gone. I don't know if I believe it. We don't need to talk about Glassrick. What about um, all those unicorns, Dylan? They're all dead. All the all the spells in the Wander dead. <laughs> probably, yeah. They. Well, we, yeah. Oh my Are we upset like, we didn't get spider in a top hat conclusion. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, uh, uh, Narwhal Dad is dead. He was a good dad. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, everyone it. in the wand's dead because the horse running the wand is also dead. I, I like how we're saying this is like yeah. this is definitely how this works. Like it just doesn't make any it sense. It doesn't work anyway. <laughs> how do you know that's how that works? Because the magic is gone. Magic gone. The oh, pony yeah, head's still there. What is? How do you know? If you she's remove... just the head of a pony. That's not magic. It's right. That's what I argued pony. on the first podcast. Yeah. I was shot down on that argument. <laughs> I support you on that. Thank you. Thank you. Honestly, I didn't even know that the pony head lives in Muni. I didn't know that. I thought she lived in like the pony head land. Yeah, it's it's, wow. it's the pony head land is on Muni, but yeah, it's weird. Um, I want here's a comment we got on YouTube, which I think is really interesting from Replica Rabbit. I think the message of taking away magic was taking away the system that was putting the monsters down all this time. All the uh-huh. awful things that happened to uh-huh. monsters was caused by magic being misused by humans. Wow, uh, and that, and that like feeds into the thing of like magic representing weapons, and like if you want to go and go in that direction, like 
That's fine. Um, it, it's it's still you still have to deal with the fact that the root cause of uh, uh, the the roots of the aggression is still there, but it's a, it's a step. Is star just an allegory for gun control? Yeah, I think I briefly brought this up, but yeah, I think the magic could be seen as guns, and this could be seen as that. We talked about how, in terms of the monsters and humans, uh, Andy had a really interesting comment on the first podcast that the that line from that woman was about how. Um, like the, uh, echo, the echo chamber that fed her hate was gone. And so now she sees that, uh, she, like Mina was, and magic was like an echo chamber for her prejudice. And now that that's gone, she's like, oh, I'm not that prejudiced. So it's like a commentary on like social media and Mm. stuff. Um, I think Uh, that's a really interesting concept. Of course, it's only one line. So it didn't really dig into that. Yeah. And like, it, it, it was a very smart, uh, um, interpretation by Andy. I'll agree. But like, again, my thing is this existed before Mina showed up in the show. Like that right. this I was mean, already yeah. a thing that was going on for a long time. So like it, the, the one line just doesn't feel like enough to be like, okay, things are going to change. Like there's ju- just because magic and Mina is gone for whatever reason, the show has not done enough to convince me like that is going to help things. So yeah, like yeah, they're like I guess Mina is driving them to like try to kill all the monsters. They were just hateful before, but now there have been killing events previously in the history of the world. So I agree with that. But yeah, it's like it took their sitting prejudices and turns them into like violent action. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think it really solves the the entire mom, human monster. Another thing we said in the <laughs> first podcast is that there's no way to end this because there's no answer in real life. So like the show, like it, it, the show, like any attempt it would have made further might have been even more unsatisfactory because like prejudice isn't just you can't solve prejudice here. Wow. I feel woke now. I mean, you can't maybe like cancel prejudice, but like you can model change. And I think that's the thing that I was really looking forward to seeing as a potential conclusion, right? Having dismantling the monarchy by having a new order where Buffrog is president. <laughs> you know, you're not destroying the racism against monsters, but you're modeling the change of the people and giving them a new position to like make decisions about the land that was taken from them bajillions of years ago. Like to me, that feels way more grounded in like a rational like thing that could evoke real change in a in a fantasy society. So that's like that's why the merging with the earth, like, cause you know, the humans are not going to, it's going to be an adjustment. And I'm afraid the monsters are going to get persecuted all over again. So yeah, it opened up another can of worms. Okay. So the the merging of the world. So, um, yeah. So Michelle really dislikes this. It seems like, um, I don't really like it. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I think it's kind of (laughs) dumb. So one comment I want to address is I think Sam said like uh, something, maybe something that insinuates like this is not how they might have wanted to end it ideally or something, or now they need to end it in the comics. I I think this is like a very calculated ending for the show thematically. Mm. I I think this is extremely purposeful, and I do think we should interpret the actions of the crew very purposefully. Like, I agree that if you think about how the two worlds are going to work together uh beyond any initial passing thought then it becomes really complicated um but i think the important thematic thing is how this relates to star and marco and the coming of them together exactly it's all about them yes Um, 
Right. So you can either see that positively like me or disparagingly like Alex is right now. But I think that's valid because a lot of the past two seasons, as we said, were about about Star and Marco. So let me address that comment from Sam as well. But I also think they were about oh Star God. and Marco. So um, I know I think these are like extremely valid things. I think like you could say what you like. You'd, we did so much else these past two seasons. We did so many things that were we like why why are we doing all these things i think we're so for, like, exasperated on the podcast constantly like uh that these we it's do going in all these directions and by the way side note i think this finale is like extremely representative of like of what the, the show like never going where we would want it to go and i think it's also like very representative of star the character it's like in a meta way very represent like star just forges her own path and I think the show kind of always has, like, forged its own path with, like, the plot directions it's wanted to go in. And, like, we might not agree, but it's, like, just doing it and because it wants to. And Star just is just, Star just do, doing stuff and, and taking control of her own fate. So I, I think, like, I don't know if this is, like, intentional, but it's, it's, it's like, very, um, it's a very interesting metaphor. Um, I think the last few seasons are about, so the, the primary, I guess, argument would be that this finale is very cathartic in the coming together of Star and Marco after... A lot was pushing them apart previously it justifies all this romance drama because it's about the catharsis of two people like in love and not even just romantically just their bond and also their love and also the these two characters they, 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 the whole end is them running together i think that's why this trope is such like a successful emotional thing um, it's, it's all about bringing them together and they're like, star crossed lovers. And I think <laughs> star, star. Yeah. So that, so that would be the, the, the argument. Um, and I do think a lot of that is there in the last two seasons, this pushing and pulling of them, um, coming together. Um, and so I think it's like very, given that we did all this romance drama, I made this argument before, like, this is like the best way to handle it at the end is like double down on like the emotionally, the romance drama that we've been doing. Um, I don't know if we have thoughts on this and then I want to get into uh, back to this thematic mm-hmm. discussion too, because I have another point to take this. Um, well, um, I'll say that like in, in like the last batch that we had, like a big thing that was introduced was like star is like, Hey, now Marco's my boyfriend. But then immediately we introduce, if you get rid of the magic, Marco might be gone. And like that, at least in like the first half of this episode, especially down to like, once we finally get, we get to like the, the, the storm like that's kind of in the back of, of this episode all the time it's like star knows that like once she goes through with this there's a very strong chance that she's gonna have to give up marco and like that kind of like adds a little extra drama to it so like i agree in that sense that like star the the starco drama is a huge part of what makes this episode like feel very very cathartic when we focus in on those moments so like in that sense it 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 definitely pay, pays off like what has been one of the focuses of the show from beginning to end where it goes wire wire to wire with like making star marco uh, your your emotional anchors yeah and um Potent- okay, so I guess the way to transition is potentially at the expense of solving plot things in a satisfactory way. Getting back to this argument of it was satisfying thematically but not plot-wise, I'm really interested in comparing this to Steven Universe's Change Your Minds that we got earlier this uh. year. 
because mm. I think we were saying, I, I think I was arguing an exact similar thing on that podcast, which is like, I'm really frustrated how quickly we wrapped up the diamonds thing and how, and the direction this went in. But like, I don't even care because it was just so emotionally cathartic. It was so gorgeous in the way it was presented. And to me, I had extremely similar reactions. Like, I think the, the closing scene of the show, of the episode in the show, and then the mid scene of them, uh, together as, uh, as in the magic, uh, magic uh, dimension as that collapses. I think those are two, the two most gorgeous scenes of the show and like that combined with how satisfying it feels thematically um, makes it very evocative of an episode like change your mind which to me is also very frustrating plot wise although i don't i think like maybe the way which we just differs because if you don't agree with that assessment of like was change your mind uh, frustrating plot wise or not but like um I think it's interesting. You guys are, are like, are like, no, the plot was, uh, I mean, it's, it's differing levels and different opinions, obviously. It's like the plot was, uh, and a lot of the fandom too is like the plot is, is really bad here. Um, but I think Change Your Mind was like universally loved, despite also, I think, a lot of fan frustrations with some of the plot stuff. So, like, I want to know, like, what's the difference? I think, I think it's the, interesting. There's what's a the big difference. difference. So, I think Star made a decision in season two to focus like at least 50% on plot and the plot has become like much more involved over time and the payoff of the plot being having such a big weight could never really do itself justice wrapping it up cohesively in such a short amount of time for a finale. Whereas Steven has always been like a character first, like chiller, like get to know these people in this weird beach city kind of show first and a plot second. And I know that has driven so many people crazy, but it's true that the plot's not the most important thing to that show. And I think because Change Your Mind, it has five episodes instead of two to wrap all that stuff up. The fact that like, you know, it there is like more to the story apparently and that like we do, all the characters have very satisfying arcs like we get so many things that we've been waiting for and like characters build off each other and work together and like we've been with them for so long it's that's like the point of the show and that's overwhelmingly what we get in those five episodes so of course like we can look past the one like diamond redonkulousness of like have you really changed dictators minds like that's one question Whereas, like, Star's plot has, like, so many questions and so many plot points. I think that's the biggest difference. Like, that, Star's yeah. become more of a plot show, but Steven honestly never really was as much about plot as it was characters. I think and, that was smart of it. And I'll add as well, Change Your Mind, like, had so many moments of payoff. Yes. Like, you, I mean, are we allowed to get into Change Your Mind spoilers? We can put up a spoiler warning. Yeah. Spoiler warning for Change Your okay. Mind. Okay. But, like, the introduction of Obsidian, Sh- Lapis and mm-hmm. Peridot showing up after being gone for, like, a whole season that like, you were waiting outfits. for them to show. They had new outfits, yeah. you know? And and then on top of that, like, you have, like, the beautiful animation and stuff, and you have, like, it, it, there, there's, like, a full-on epilogue going on there. Like, you get the montage, and then you get, like, the peaceful, like, denouement of, like, just uh, Steven and the gems talking to each other, you know? So, like, I, I remember all the complaints about pacing, and even back then I disagree with it but like I can still see people complaining about pacing but for whatever reason this the the star finale like there 
I'm trying to like think of like moments that you could consider payoff outside of Starco because like I mean like the biggest thing was always like the Starco kiss and that happened a couple of episodes ago, and you you have like the moments of like them being very emotional with each other, but that's not necessarily I'm not sure if that's necessarily like something that you were like really hoping would happen one day like them having to like break their hearts having to separate from each other or like stuff like in in a different show. Like, if Eclipsa was given more focus, like, her becoming a butterfly form. I, like think, I think that's the obvious. That's, form, yeah, that's the obvious Yeah, like, like that, that, like, yeah. could have felt, like, payoff in a different show, like, gave gave Eclipsa more more seriousness on that side of, uh, of the story. But, like, in this episode, it feels just kind of like a like a quick thing. It doesn't get treated with, like, whoa, this is amazing. Whereas, like, Steven Universe, like, it gave, like, it felt, like, so... I, I think, like, um, it being a, it feeling fast made like all those moments almost like feel like more like yeah like this is pumped this is making me feel pumped you know so like I I think that there's just something to the idea of like Stephen took the time to like make those those moments feel huge whereas with Star because we, we, again like Michelle points to like the fact that like we are like giving focus to story and like in the process we've kind of lost like some some of the character like I've complained in the past about like Eclipse kind of getting like shunted to the side for a while and like here she is also like kind of like a, a third wheel at the end so it's like I, I should feel great about like finally seeing these characters like get to their endings but they don't get to do much like Star, Star is great but the rest of the characters don't don't really get that many big moments at the end. Yeah, I think the two main points you guys brought up of one, uh, Stephen never went as hard into being serialized as as narrative heavy as started. I think that's very true. Um, I think that uh, that goes along with this argument of like, if Star was didn't do the things it did the last two seasons, then this finale could have been better. I think that all is logically consistent. Um, and then Alex's point of like, there's no like Stephen has a bunch of emotional payoffs, whereas Star, they're all focused on Star and Marco. I think there are other things like the Eclipse of Butterfly Forum and them all doing the stuff together. I agree, it doesn't land as hard as the stuff in Steven Universe. And I think like uh, Stephen teases, it's like Stephen teases stuff more. It's, I mean, it's just a generally a more successful show. I think it's a little bit unfair to compare, but I'm, I'm the one who brought up the comparison. Um, but, <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, and, I, I mean, I'll get back to this. Sam, do you, did you have different reactions to, to, you know, change your mind versus this finale? Do you think it's, it's, it's a good comparison? Do you see similarities? I don't really have any opinion on this, honestly. I don't pass. Pass. <laughs> Okay, dude okay i i watched change your mind once about how many months ago four months ago yes mm-hmm. so i don't remember any of it i mean a big okay. a big difference is like change your mind aired live and then we podcasted right after and this is like on demand in the morning and you can watch it a few times for the pie it's a big difference it's a different experience I, I i do remember feeling like change your mind was more emotionally substantive and uh, mm-hmm. basically i agree with michelle's Okay. So, yeah, I think I I think a lot of what uh, I think a lot of what uh, you guys are saying is true. I think the big difference for me is like I have a lot more. I had a lot more invested in the plot things Steven was doing versus Star's plot. I didn't care about. So like this is it's almost like the expectations were lower for Star's plot. So I didn't really care that they didn't end satisfyingly versus Mm -hmm. like Homeworld and the diamonds. I'm like this. This stuff is so important and is like it's been on my mind for years and like the show has been building towards this. And then I felt like it was like dismissed way too quickly. So like even though 
it it's uh you know even though it's maybe handled similar maybe even steven handles the plot better just like relative to like what's going in i felt like that was the big difference for me plot wise at least but um, i think that's very but- fair but that's also very sad right that our expectations for star plot is low because we never really know what they're going to do with it any given week or year or season so I mean, it's kind of it's kind of sad in a way that we don't have higher expectations for the finale to cover it. And, and like going back to the idea of theme, right? Like Steven Universe was always like hammer to the nail of like you can like get along with everybody. Like you, there, there's always like a piece of good you can like bring out of people. And like it was like very obvious. And like some people are like, no, like it, you you need to be a little bit more nuanced to that. And like they sort of try and, and change your mind. And like it, your mileage may vary on that. But at the like at the very least, the themes they're going for are very clear. Star like with the finale, like I'm I for whatever reason I'm struggling to see like the thematic. Um, tying up going on here uh, so th- there's just something about like how like star combines all this stuff together that just like doesn't like it, there there's like it's two philosophies right like, it's like going straight to the point and like very obvious versus like kind of like keeping stuff in the background and like having having like little moments bring out the thematic stuff and like what works for you right and with star like i think that if they're going like for thematic stuff, it's it feels kind of subtle, and because it's like surrounded by like story stuff, it's very easy for it to get kind of drowned out. I think the point of like Stephen theme wise plays like plays to what it always was, like whether you like it or not in in terms of how it manifests in the plot. I definitely agree with that. I think Star does it too in a different way. I think it doesn't manifest in the plot because the plot was kind of crazy and all over the place. I do think that the, I do think it doubled down on its strongest themes, much like Steven did. And those strongest themes are the bond between Star and Marco. So that's what I would argue there is like, um, that's the show's version of that is it's focusing on bringing Star and Marco together above these other things that are happening is like the show thematic being like very thematically consistent with what it was. Um, the difference is like Steven like hinges its plot around that. And this show does too, but it also like does it in a way which, um, like potentially issues all logic of the previous like parts of the show. Um, and so yeah, obviously I'm in under, I understand if this is like a big thing because it was a big thing in the episode. But, um, I do, th- I do think like this episode is interested in focusing on Star's strongest themes and closing out the, the biggest elements of Star. Like, I think that's like an important point. Um, and, and and the other finale, which I feel like we already compared this to, which is the Adventure Time finale. This felt very star. The Adventure Time finale is very Adventure Timey. Um, I also think the Adventure Time finale is like thematics first, plot second. Like it wraps up a plot that was only that focus of a few episodes before, and then introduces mm-hmm. a new plot, which is like yeah. mostly irrelevant to us. So it is like very themes first. I think. Much I like agree. Those. Yeah. I agree with that. I Sam, do you so. think the Adventure Time finale did it like a lot better? I think you would say yes, probably to that. I do. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> spoiler. I think- I think that the thing that I much time not going for it was length, honestly. I really do think that this finale could have stood to be a bit longer, but, you know, that's nobody's fault except Disney XDs, I guess. Um... I don't know. I think that the Adventure Time finale kind of brought in all of the good thematic elements and all of the thematic elements that really made Adventure Time what it was, that being, you know, it brought in the surrealism, it brought in the epic adventuriness, it brought in the romance, it brought in the songs, it brought in all of this 
stuff that was the DNA of the show and it melded it together so well. And while, you know, having the whole montage thing at the end, in retrospect, that kind of was really on the nose. Like, did we really need to have that? I don't know. I think it was successful because it kind of pulled back away from the story with its framing device. And it was like, oh, like, here is what happened. But, you know, it's kind of an unreliable narrator. Um, it's treating this big event as a blip on the face of the world, which I think in going with that show's theme, that really worked well. But in the case of Star, you can't really do something like that because it's really about royalty and the epicness of the goings on of the characters and the state of the world. But at the same time, I do kind of feel like it was treated like a blip in universe. Like we didn't really go to any new locations. We were just like, oh, let's go to the magic unicorn realm and save the spell. And And we didn't really do anything. I think that was reflective of anything besides, you know, the star Marco stuff that was satisfactory to me personally. So who's to say? I think I guess I think the finale probably tried to do that. We had like the the best hits of all the characters in the second half. Um we did you know the magic dimension was part of the show. You got unicorns and casting spells and um but yeah, I mean it's it certainly isn't like, oh, here's what we loved about Star like Adventure Time or like maybe um some some other finales were um, maybe something I thought of when you mentioned this montage at the end, which I love, by the way, the, the Adventure Time finale, is like that and Change Your Mind both have kind of a denouement that yeah. this episode doesn't have. Maybe that's uh, what you guys mm-hmm. are, are getting. Yeah, that's part mm-hmm. of it. And it you, you go ahead, Alex. Oh, well, like it ends so suddenly. And like earlier in that second half, you have the whole scene with like Ponyhead, like comforting Star. It's like, no, your friends are okay. But like it feels so empty because it's Ponyhead who's delivering it, and it's okay, like Ponyhead okay. doesn't know anything. We had to work in so some like, Ponyhead hate here. So there's, oh there's, my god! I love but like, but like, so they're doing the montage thing, but because of like how it's being delivered, where it's being delivered, you know, there's still like some episode left. So like, it the montage doesn't fit. It's like you're putting it in the wrong place. <laughs> Yeah, I do. Th- I do think the Ponyhead segment was the weakest part of the episode. That combined with the beginning of the Earth stuff, but to me, basically, that is like okay, good, but not great. And then everything else is spectacular. My can I opinion. say? Yeah, that this was the first time I've ever liked Ponyhead. <gasps> wow, she was like comforting Star because she said that bird person <laughs> when referring to Talon. I was like, I can relate to that because <laughs> I did not know what his name was. <laughs> Like, he's been on the show how long? He was just always, oh, yeah, he's like the bird guy, right? He really hasn't been on the show, though. Talon did not deserve that that spotlight in the ending. I don't get it. No, but, like, I appreciated that, like, Ponyhead was really adamant. But, yeah, 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 that bird person, like, that that was hashtag me. So, in that moment, I did feel a a communionship, a a sisterhood. A a kinship with Ponyhead. (laughs) Yeah, a kinship with Ponyhead for the first time. When Better late than never, I guess. Yeah, Sam's just a big Rick and Morty fan, so she likes Ponyhead calling a bird bird person. Shut up! (laughs) (laughs) Do not slander my name like that, Dylan. I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I apologize. Um, Talon would be friends with Tammy, right? Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, I see. I, I, yeah. I, I feel like I guess. I guess we all agree. It's like all of these finales are the thematics first. I also think like the Gravity Falls finale, while also more plot uh, focused, 
it's it's very i also feel like it brought in a plot thing that it resolved uh towards like it brought in a plot thing and then resolved it right away and it was also more thematically focused um the voltron finale i feel like also brought in a plot thing that it was like towards the end and resolved it and it was more thematically focused i think that one was the least successful of all these in terms of the themes it was focusing on Mm -hmm. um but i think the rest of the ones i mentioned are all pretty similar like i would put this finale up there with all the rest of these i mean i think the adventure time one's probably the best of the, the ones we talked about but um like I, I don't know i think it just is about how the theme first works for you the big difference i guess is that all the plot stuff here is more nonsensical but i i, I think i'm like way unattached to what's happening plot wise in adventure time as well but at least it's consistent i guess is the like maybe that's a big difference is like it, and like um it, it gets rid of it in the first half which it, and like it introduces a a thing that we the second thing I'm also uninterested in too like but it it is a thing that makes sense for the show yeah right right whereas like this finale it's kind of like from beginning to end it's sort of all the same thing it's, it all has to do with the, the getting rid of magic right and so it's it just kind of depends on like how on board you were for that for like the past couple of episodes yeah, and I, I think, like, um, yeah, for me, it didn't even matter that we're getting rid of magic. Um, it's about the themes, like, surrounding that. But um, I think, like, so maybe it's about if it, if, if it matters to you and why. If it, like, if, but not that it, like, not that it, like, is your choice for it to matter, right? Like, if, if you can't, if it's, like, you're watching it and, like, because it is a big focus of the finale and this is, like, what's the focus, then I guess it's going to work less because this is, like, the... Like just from because I do agree. Like from a pure plot perspective, like what is this episode even? Like uh, it's it's a lot of things happen that don't uh, that don't make much sense. Um, I, I don't know. Is, is is there? But but like, do we we agree that it's like themes first at least? But it's about surrounding factors maybe that are 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 more of the the difference. Yes. In in the, okay, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. It it just it has to do with like how how much they let those themes shine and like it seems that you you were willing you were able to like dig it out of the superficial story going on and for some of us the, that story was just like way too in the in like the front the the foreground to like really be able to dig into the themes going on in the background and i do think this is the reaction what you just described for the second thing is what i'm primarily seeing online um which I don't know. I feel like it's unfortunate. I don't like it's 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 it would be it would be good if people were more uh, more happy about the show. Like it's the show ending. <laughs> this is a big this is a big thing. Yeah, uh, it <laughs> is. It is a big thing. It's just lots of complicated feelings with that too, based on what we've gotten and how we feel about that. And, and like my internal thinking is like it's the series finale. So like, is it the best episode of the season? Like I should tell myself that it is. But like, is it like the, the the? I feel weird that I even have to think about that because I feel like with series finales, it's like always a thing. I don't think it's like, automatically the best, well, you know. Maybe not automatically, but like, I usually feel like they're like really strong, and like for whatever reason, like this finale leaves me just like feeling like kind of lost at sea, and like I don't get it. Much like Glossrick. Wow, yeah. it's too intellectually deep. For Alex, yeah, it broke. It broke my mind. I think the thing <laughs> did it change for Star, your mind? I didn't change. Uh, mind. No. I think the thing with Star for me, it always kind of ran the gambit between the Adventure Time kind of surrealist magic, whatever, and the Steven Universe kind of more heartfelt, uh, character based, uh, slice of life sort of mm-hmm. stuff. And for me, it's it was kind of hard to get into. 
um, for that, just in general. Which, you know, eventually I did, obviously. But at, at times it kind of felt like, well, what is the show doing? And I think the finale is definitely a reflection of those two conflicting styles in my head. Not to say that the show's bad, obviously. I watched the whole entire thing, so I liked it. <laughs> but I don't know. I just wanted to put that out there. That mm-hmm. For me, it kind of just felt like... Thing, like if you cook and you put ingredients together and like you're trying new stuff, it's like, well, it's a thing. I wonder if it also has to do with the fact that like the the quote villain is like so ambiguous as well. And this because like in the finales of like other shows that we've talked about, there's like a very defined villain. And like earlier in the show, you had Toffee. And like I still look really fondly on like the Toffee arc and yeah. like how, how all that went down and like da- down to that the battle for Muni situation. Like that was all like very compelling. But because like there's like a, a solid person on the other side where it's like start it's it's a unique perspective like going for for like you have mina as the nominal villain but like the real thing of it all is just getting rid of magic and that's like not a thing it's a it's more of a like dealing with a concept than a villain right and like that's just like a very interesting way to do a finale and like that can i can see that totally working for people just because like how unique it is but like you have to say like other series finales like go for like you know established villains and like that adjusting to a show that doesn't do that is definitely like a different way of storytelling and one that is is valid in its own way but like it, it definitely is one that like you need to like think about because of the fact that there's not something as focused I think the Mina thing, so for, I think like uh, a point about what we're saying is like, I think this finale highlights the plot problems of the, the two previous two seasons. Um, just because like, uh, it struggled plot wise at the end. So like, it's like, this is like what the show was. Uh, so I think like that's kind of what we're saying to a certain extent. And then I feel like Mina is to me, Mina is like irrelevant in the finale. And it's like the, like, I think the Mina's points are valid. And that's like the problems with season four versus like this finale. Mina's like on screen for less than a minute. Um, and it's, it's like, but, but at the same time, like, what is the plot revolving around then? It's like, it's still, even if it's like not about me, and it's still about this like vague quest from Star and the consequences based on, um, like, uh, cosmic factors, right? It's still like a very, uh, not, there's still not like a thing that they're, they're doing fighting again. So it is still like very high level. Um, yeah, I, I'm not, I, I, I think like for me, it worked in the finale. It didn't necessarily work in the rest of the season, which is interesting, but. Um, yeah, it is, it is at the very least an interesting choice that Star has made recently, um, to, to have more concept based and, uh, not being as, as, and it did have Mina, but yeah, Mina was always not just Mina. It was more about the, wow. they they highlight this in the episode, right? That's her last thing she says is, uh, it wasn't about her. It was about the ideas she represented. So maybe mm-hmm. Star was doubling down on that point at the end. Mm, what does maybe. it mean? It's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't like necessarily think it was a good thing that the show did that but it's like really interesting that it's uh, very intellectual and like people are gonna be studying this in college yeah when's the star <laughs> course and i don't know college. also i have a question who was the person who shot you know were, were they supposed to be significant 
or they were just uh, that was what, a new person, I believe. They were just a rando, so they're just going to be they're going to be represented ex- a monster. <laughs> they're yeah. going to be expanded upon in the comics, I'm sure. I think the idea is just like now monsters aren't afraid of her anymore. Like, yeah. which I think which I think emphasizes this concept of like magic being a thing that brought monsters down. Which I think I feel like that's one of the more interesting interpretations I've heard of. Um, but if like the show was trying to say that, it didn't really say it that loudly. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it's okay. I feel like we're leaving at an unsatisfactory point. But maybe that's a <laughs> that representative is, that is okay. of the finale. Michelle, give us your <laughs> closing thoughts on Cleaved and Star in general. Closing thoughts on Cleaved. I still have a lot of just not good feelings about it. But I, I do think the the Star Marco stuff was especially strong. It happened. I mean, it already ha- was a thing before, but there's more of it, them liking each other, and that was, you know, it, it was what it was. Then that's not necessarily bad if you don't think about the plot at all. It was, purely emotionally, it was nice. Um, in terms of stars, a show like I honestly think stars has been like a pretty cool, unique, interesting show. Honestly, like I can't think of any other show that's quite like it. And I, I am really sad to see it be gone. If they do do comics, like, I honestly might check them out because they really changed everything. So there's, there's honestly like a whole lot they could do from here on out. This is definitely what if, what like if a- Starco was on every page, Michelle? Would you read the comic? No. I would ask, <laughs> I'd ask for someone to read it to make sure. And then if there was, they'd be like, oh, well. Okay, never so mind. you double check to make sure <laughs> that it's only Starco. <laughs> okay. If Michelle shipped a ship in Star, what would it be? It, oh, that was okay. Jack, so, what about do we think of Jackie and her girlfriend in this episode? Talk, that was great, but also Marco literally rode Tom during <laughs> yes. the, the the magic goop oh, wow. area, and that made me so happy. Like that was a real moment they had. So maybe there's hope for them yet. They're still yeah. young; they can figure things out. Yeah, I mean, just uh, okay. Anyway, I won't. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. OT three. Yeah, I was going to say something about that, but no, it's we don't do. It. <laughs> uh, Alex, uh, and oh, by the way, I think we'll, again, it's going back to like Star represents Star, like the show represents the character. Like I feel like uh, really unique and very. Like, I feel like again, it's about Star the character. Like these meta comments about the show itself. I don't know. Uh, this is an article. Uh, maybe I'll get yeah, Alex, should. what are your... The, uh, star is the superstar of the show. Is that like, the title of the article? Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, cleaved. Um, it's 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 a finale that it's, it's going... Uh, I think after talking it through, I think that you can definitely see that it's going for, un- for unique things. It's definitely not trying to be like a cliche series finale. And it deserves some props for that, for like trying to go for its own path, you know. And whether stuff lands or not, like it'll depend on, uh, on how you're watching. But like it's definitely trying to be sp- like a special thing. And like it, it deserves some props for that. It's definitely uh, it's definitely a pretty finale. Like I-, I don't think we've talked enough about like how like some stuff, of- some, of the- some of this stuff is animated, like the storm stuff was all very compelling them be the the ghost queens like if you if you if you think about it too much like it'll mess you up but like the just the imagery of like the ghost moms like coming up behind them in like the fog like that was all like very like spooky like very aesthetic very aesthetic in that way and like the the love portal like for 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 like the the story purposes it was well like that whole scene of like them running together like that's all like very beautifully animated so like just down to the end like star is just a beautiful show no matter what yeah and uh, i 
Okay, go ahead. Well, yeah, and so like, and as for like the show, like there are characters that are really great, like Star, like from beginning to end, is just like a ball of joy, and like she made me happy so many times during during the watching of this, and the, her interactions with Marco, seeing that develop was all like. And it's like, you know, relationships going through like a lot of different stages, you know, and, uh, you know, Kelly, she kind of got like shoved off at the end. But like she had very nice. You like moments. seeing Kelly and Jorby? It made me feel bad because it was like they like pushed her off at the end to get dumped off screen. And like, this is her ending. It's just like. You know, back to normal. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe feel sad. But, like, also, Kelly was great for, like, the time she was there. Um, despite your slander, Ludo and Glossrick were actually fun characters. And so Toffee general, was great. In this episode. They were fun in this episode. The, the, they Ludo they was ha- there for two seconds. Yeah, yeah, that's why he was fun. He was only there for two seconds. <laughs> he, oh he, he's had other moments. And yeah. he doesn't deserve your, your sass, okay? so like well, He does, he does. And, and like Glossaric, like he's a troll, but he's my troll. Like, yeah, I, I appreciate Aww. his trolling. So, um, yeah, so there's, there's just like a lot. And Eclipsa, like she, she was, she had like so many awesome moments, so even if not in this finale, but like throughout the show, like she had been great. So like there's just like a lot. The star definitely did like a really good job with just like uh, always trying to be as fun as possible while like sprinkling in their their plot stuff and, and like relationship drama. But like it was always trying to be fun, and I, and I I had a really good time watching it from from beginning to end. And I I hope that I hope that there are more shows that that bring me like that that kind of joy and like some and with like all the different kinds of characters that they tried out. Aww. Okay, that's a good send off for Star. Maybe, maybe we'll spin this off into another podcast. St- star <laughs> close uh, in general. Star, yeah, we, we uh, gotta hold like the in memoriam for every Yeah, game. maybe we'll do that. I don't know. Uh, that was that was great, Sam. What are your parting thoughts on this? Uh, potentially including Garden State references. Okay, so I have a few things. A few <laughs> things to say. All right, uh, hot takes, cold foods, pudding. Yes. Uh, yes. Pudding, I like a lot. I don't like it as much as ice cream. I think ice cream is still number one in terms of the desserts. But I do enjoy a good pudding. My favorite is vanilla pudding. Yes. But I also. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dylan's going to object to <laughs> Ooh, that. Oh, yeah. Better than banana, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> banana better, pudding. Better than chocolate, chocolate pudding. No, like, chocolate, what was Gloucester doing? With, I mean, what was Marco doing with like tw- 20 Marco packs? Marco has good taste with pudding. chocolate pudding. No, okay. no. But I do. I do yeah. still like the layered pudding where it's like chocolate, vanilla, chocolate, like in like the vanilla in the middle. I like that a lot too. That's usually what I buy at the store these days. All right. But I digress. So pudding a okay. Um, what was my other things? That's the most important. That's the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a couple other things. So, um, Star slash Jana is obviously canon. That is the one true ship of the show. That stuck out to me on this fourth viewing is why did they include these parts I of them saying how much Jana. they really liked each other? Like it was, it seemed, I didn't understand the purpose other than like saying that they had feelings. I don't know. Because um, they secretly have a crush on one another, but it can never be because, you know, Starko and Marco is Star's true love. But in another life, maybe Jana and Star will 
I kind of think that's what they were saying, actually. <laughs> like, I kind of think that's what it was. Yeah, so um, I shipped that. Uh, you know, Jackie and her girlfriend, they were there, too. And there were mermaids. They they weren't mermaids, but there were mermaids yes. in the scene. So <laughs> yeah. they can become mermaids and become one with them. So mm-hmm. I'm hopeful for that. Uh, Garden State references. Honestly, I was thinking about Garden State, the 2004 uh, Zach Braff film. As if, as if you didn't know, listener. They don't. <laughs> Nobody knows about this crazy bad movie. They shouldn't. I was thinking about it because when I first watched it, my reaction to the to the running, the love run to the portal, it was like, oh, this is just like Garden State. <laughs> That's Zach, what they're going for. That's what the borders are going for. Yeah, it was. Wasn't it Zach Braff like just flat out gets off of a plane and runs to Natalie Portman to like stay in New Jersey and kiss her? In retrospect, after reading the Wikipedia summary yet again for Garden State, not too much similar, but I just want to say <laughs> that is the connection that I made when I first watched the finale. So kudos to me. It was also a lot like Half Life. In terms of the merging together of worlds and portals. So for all those video game fans out there. You gamers. I got you. I got the references. Um, Alex says Titanic. Why? Because it's like a love story that like almost ends in like the middle of a storm. They're going to like die. And like Um, instead of like Rose like seeing Leo DiCaprio in her dreams, it's like Marco waking up from a dream and seeing Star, you know? So I just type that instead of saying, why'd you? (laughs) Well, Sam was the one doing the pop culture reference. Oh my God. (laughs) Fine. It's just like Titanic, except for like Marco. Sam is miffed. <laughs> I didn't make that connection. I think Titanic, after the first VHS tape, is not very good. Anyway. Like this finale. No way. <laughs> back to the star points I personally want to make. Um, finale, good. Again, I love the ambiguity. It opens my heart up. Would I personally run to a mysterious portal if it possibly, maybe abstractly meant that my one true love was on the other side? I don't know. It seems really dangerous to me. Um, you know, Marco like trips and falls on the skateboard and he gets he all does. scratched up. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe I would skip that part for my personal life if this was a thing that were happening, but it works in fiction. So whatever. Uh, star on the whole, it's been a real one, you know, very rare. <laughs> very rare is the um, female led animated show. Uh, and like we're, getting to a point now in the world and culture where that's becoming more prominent. Uh, thank you for the AO3 link. <laughs> um, sorry, Alex is just posting things in the chat. Alex, I, it, 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 speak, speak. We're still, we're still um, going. I want to let Sam finish. <laughs> okay. Uh, what was I saying? Man. Um, oh yeah, Rare is the female-led animated show. I think when the show began, it was really just like Still, like, Korra, as told by Ginger, and, like, the Wild Thornberries were the only three that had ever happened. And, you know, look at where we are now. So I think, you know, it was a very progressive show in that to that end. And I think it really opened up a lot of doors for, you know, who the main character Like, a really hyper, uh, super, super nerd girl, which I think is a good thing. Um, personally... You know, while I feel like sometimes I could be really down on the show in this podcast, re, but um, I liked it. It was a good time. It was a valid 
however many hours of my life that I spent watching the show. Um, 7 out of 10 would do again in probably 10 years. Yay! So you're, you're committing to a star rewatch in 10 years. That is exactly what I did for Avatar Last Airbender. I watched it okay. 10 years after I finished it. Look for that content TM coming in 10 years. Sam's vlogs on the star rewatch. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, great great thoughts. Maybe we'll do, I don't know if we'll do a closing podcast on star. We'll see. more. Look for more star content coming your way on your star feed at least one more thing probably so look what? forward for that also on youtube it? we'll see we'll see, surprise, surprise. yeah um i can't wait for the starco breakdown <laughs> starco's podcast coming well we, we teased that on the last no! podcast. <laughs> the the history yeah. the history of no! starco yeah yeah, uh, April's gonna come on with like a textbook she wrote, and she's gonna lecture on the history. I love April. The- April, mm. April. I do love April and love, and that's you guys are like don't like Starco, like April. Yeah, exactly. Michelle is right now. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> April believes in like true love, and that's a good thing. That's what Starco is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. I like I like this uh, talk of Star as a character in the closing thoughts. Yeah, it's Star. I've said for a few years on this podcast, Star Butterfly is the best character on television and i think she will be throughout this year as well very very sad to see um her off off tv and out of the the war animation world and the show gone um i think star and marco is like an all-time animation ship star is an all-time character and the show was pretty great uh as well and uh we will i'm i'm Starting the campaign for Cleaves for best episode, Star for best character, um, and Star know. Star is a show yeah. for best show. I think it got there in the last third of the season. I think it's, uh, it's a I don't sl- know about nomination worthy for best show. I don't that. know about Cleaves as best episode. That's anyway. Uh, you all, I'm going to post my uh, episode rankings here on the Discord. You all will be appalled at how high I'm ranking Cleaves. Yeah. So probably, probably. I mean, but yeah, Star, star for best character, cosine. Well, of course, yeah. I mean, she's a previous winner of this category, um, so she could win this year. I think she had a great year. I think this finale was so fantastic for her. Who I think has she's been the, the other leader person? right now? Uh, Lee Birdie, I think, is uh, up there too. But yeah, I think uh, Star uh, potentially leading best guy. Okay, so uh, l- l- that's that's it. This is the guy who let Michelle go make dinner. This is, this is too <laughs> long. You. Okay, I, I just want to I just want to quickly say there are three Starco uh, um, uh, fanfics on AO3 that have been posted since the finale. Uh, the magic is back. There is no such thing as canon SVT FOE finale fitzing fanfic. And fancy meeting <laughs> you here, which has the description. After everything that has happened, Tom just wants a corn shake. He finds something much better. Which is like, oh. why is that in the Starco what? section? But okay, mm. maybe it's OT3. Oh. Mm. He finds something much better oh, no. with Star and Marco. Um, with no, just it's... Marco. Why well, can't Star be? Let's just let, I mean, let's love everyone. I, I, I just they vibe in a very different way when they're together alone. Then I think you can capture two person dynamics within a group romance setting, Michelle. I, think, I guess uh, so. I'd only read the chapters that, that were exclusively talked about <laughs> Marco. That's what that means. Do, wow, cutting Star out after we just praised her so much and. and Okay. Uh, let us know your comments. For, continue. We uh, we read some comments here. Continue with the YouTube comments at youtube.com slash overlyanimated on our website at overlyanimated.com. Talk about it with us on our Discord at overlyanimated.com slash Discord. Support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to all our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Michael, aka Mickey. And thanks as always to our patron executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, and Michael. 
Um, yep, we'll we'll see what's coming star wise, but stay subscribed if stuff happens so you won't miss it. And also check out our other coverage, including we had a bunch of miraculous ladybug podcasts, fruits basket podcasts going up along uh, close to this one. Um, okay, KO, uh, is there ducktails coming up? Stuff, all, all that stuff, overlyanimated.com. Um, there you go. It's, it's it's it for Star. We'll, we'll we'll come back to it. It's no, been not. real. It's been fun. <laughs> it has. It's okay. been real fun. Is it real fun? Real and fun or real fun? Real fun. It's been real. It's been fun, and it's been. We real have fun. to go. Okay, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.